Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 35 of my podcast, I Stand Strong. I, as always, am Teddy, coming from my bear cave in the concrete jungle of the beautiful Midwest. And much, much to nobody else other than my excitement, Tony's back! <laughs> <laughs> with, with little appearances of uh, Mia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, my little my little pity puppy, and she's a handful, that's for sure. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I'm liking her her uh, her little interferences. It's kind of adorable. Well, um, when when you when you had me on mute uh, to to do your introduction there, um, right before that, you were you were she was swatting at the at my phone, and, and you were you were like, "Oh, that's not allowed." You got that's what that's the difference between her and and Penny. My previous pit is um, Penny was such a pleaser where she would be like. Um, you know, you would say, "Oh, that's not okay." She she'd probably understand you. Be like, "Oh, okay, my bad. I won't do that again." No, this one's a willful little bitch. If you tell, if you tell, <laughs> if you tell her, "Oh no, that's not okay," she's like, "Well," she would look at you like, "Oh no, it is now." That's how we do things. You know now. that 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 sounds like someone we both know. Hmm. <laughs> I believe you used to date her, and I used to live with her. Huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her no. She wants to do it more. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She. She definitely. She definitely has that quality. I love but you, anyway, Melissa. Well, by the way, if you listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I used to tell her all the time that uh, Penny had a lot of Melissa's qualities. I could see she that. Really, she really did, and, and this one here is the willful part is definitely something that that your sister has. But anyway, so we've we've started off the show off topic. Yes, yeah. off to but a good anyway, start. Yeah. Well, so what's going to be your topic so for anyway, today? Anyway, so we are going to be going back to a topic I covered. I believe it was on my second or th- kind of covered on my second or third episode, which is talking about how I feel that there is a big cultural loss without the brick-and-mortar video rental stores. <laughs> but I can even extend that over to, you know, the, the, you know, the dying com- brick-and-mortar comic shop and music stores, a lot of stuff. I really feel there's a lot missing without those. But at the same time, I can definitely see the opposites, which I know you're on, <laughs> of, <laughs> of, you know, why it's kind of okay they're not around anymore yeah, yeah and you know we were talking before recording we had we had a couple of conversations about it but still i mean it's you know it's definitely stuff to bring up again and you know you know we got into the covid side of it and that definitely has a totally different spin on should they or shouldn't they have been around at that point in time mm-hmm. but uh but no like is it i just you know to me the lack of that physical store, like we were saying off air, what you know of the, you know that that sense of community, like you know, I remember getting off at getting off school on Friday and you know thinking, okay, we're going to the video store. Mm-hmm. I never knew what I wanted to rent, but I'd go and just walk those aisles. <coughs> and every now and then, you come along somebody who's a like-minded person, be like, oh no, if you like this, you got to check this one out or something along mm-hmm. those lines. And that community. Oh doesn't exist anymore mm-hmm. um even online even so yeah 
when, when, when you when you mentioned the whole uh, get off school on Friday and go rent something, that that sparked memory. Like I, I remember doing that too. Every Friday, uh, go go over to the video store and you go and you pick out a game to play for the weekend because usually it'd be like a two or three day rental. Yeah. So it would last it would last you your whole weekend. And uh, I remember you go in there and being that it's Friday and everybody else has the same idea. They're going there to rent. Yeah. Too. Sometimes you'd go in there, it'd be it'd be picked clean, and, and, and all that'd be left were the shitty games that nobody else wanted to play. But you weren't going to leave empty-handed. Oh, so you'd get a game that might might actually turn out to be better than you were expecting. Right. And see, I hadn't, I hadn't even thought about the video game side of it. Like, that is another thing I really feel we're missing. Because that, like, the lack of being able to rent a game before you play it now has really uh-huh. opened up what a lot of these, you know... Uh, developers are doing with the, oh we're just going to release a game out there that's not completed and we'll just do all of our testing through that yeah oh 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> are we playing keep away from the the pit bull here oh she she's decided she didn't want she doesn't want to sit right next to me for now so oh okay let her figure out what she wants to. Hopefully, she doesn't grab one of her really squeaky toys and start squeaking oh, it like crazy yeah, she does <laughs> she does um, but yeah, so I mean, like you as somebody who, let's face it, for a while there, you were deeply in the the rental market <laughs> for yeah. the job. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. What, what are your what are your thoughts on the loss of that? I mean, I I could definitely see the uh, the loss. It see it as a loss from the a cultural touchstone perspective, but. Um, I don't know. Part of it is, is my animosity towards retail in general. That after after that experience, where I'm like, yeah, thank God they're gone. And okay. uh, yeah, I mean, um, they're gone, but I don't see them having having a really a real reason to come back because uh, as a society, we have moved on from it. I mean, there's streaming services now. There's there's digital rental and purchase. We yeah. we we have moved on. I mean. That that void has been filled. Yeah, not the same, but I get it. But then again, you know, like let's face it, I'm also way more of a, a physical media person. Uh-huh. I mean, I have over 400 Blu-rays. You know, I've st- I've still got like, well, before I moved, I had a shit ton of single issue comics. Of course, uh-huh. I thinned that out severely before I moved, just because it was going to cost a fortune just to move it all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then I, and I've always been on the opposite end of that, where it's like. I've always, I think I've been ready to embrace, embrace that digital future almost as soon as it came along. I think the only place I really am embracing the digital anymore is video games for the most part, just because of the file share capabilities between, you know, yeah. well, at least for, yeah. for PlayStation and Xbox, at least. On Nintendo, let's face it, I still, I still buy physical, but then again, most of the games I buy, I want to be, you know... They're not really the the most expensive ones, and they're not flashy. And honestly, uh, to uh, to be fair, if Nintendo ever did offer uh, uh, library sharing between one other person, I probably wouldn't even have do physical on on my Switch anymore. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'd, I'd probably go all digital if if they had an option like that. But Nintendo's always 
a step behind everybody else as far as uh, online presence goes. So. Okay, as far as others, I wouldn't say as far as online presence goes because I could still, I could argue that Nintendo is still very much ahead of the curve on handheld, even though they haven't yeah. had a, a true quote unquote handheld system in a while. Other than the Switch is pretty much a handhold handheld system that can mm-hmm. patch into your TV. Well, because like like because like their their uh, their online presence. What I mean by them being behind is. Where they're at right now with Nintendo Switch Online and their ability to build an online community, you know, like chat, voice chat, this and that, matchmaking online, they're they're basically where Microsoft was when they first launched Xbox Live. Yeah. Oh, That's no, where they're at I, yeah, right no, yeah. I you know I get that because it's like um, I've had a couple conversations with people I work with about you know about Switch and it's how it's like <laughs> it's a bitch to get con- linked up with anybody. And I yeah. always forget that they don't even have voice chat. Yeah, yeah, they had like some weird workaround where you use their app. You can use the Nintendo Online See, app. I haven't on even phone. heard about that. Yeah, it basically, which is stupid because it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna go that route, why not just put Discord on your phone and yeah. link up with people that way? Well, uh, I, I I was just thinking like you know the online their online setup basically sounds similar to the Dreamcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you have to type in to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> and then to connect to them, you had to you had to get their friend code, which is like a long multi-digit bullshit too. That's yeah. It they definitely didn't don't make it easy for people to play with their friends online. But then again, I can't really think of many games that they've got on their system that I would want to play online. So. Well, there's like Mario Kart, there's uh, Splatoon, stuff like that that people Fall really, guys. really enjoy. Was it? Yeah, Fall Guys. That's the name of the one yeah. where you can like you're doing like obstacle courses or whatever. Yeah, but that was multi-platform. You can play that one anywhere. But no, uh, but <laughs> we're we're off subject again already. Nice. <laughs> um, but no, like you know, what am I? Look- oh, you have the phone set down. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Sorry, I'm oh, yeah. easily distracted. Well, I'm going to be running around all over the place. No, so I get it. By the picture, I'm I, there. I just thought, like, <laughs> I just didn't know what was going on there for a second. Um, but no, you know, yeah, I, I guess, like, maybe I'm just, like, as far as the physical media thing, I'm just holding on to that that nostalgia, the rose-colored glasses to it. Mm-hmm. And I can recognize that to an extent. But at the same time, like, with, like, the other thing that kind of is, like, lost as far as like I'll go to the video game physical market is um like when you used to buy a video game you got the case you got the game but you also got a mm-hmm. book that gave you so much information about the game <laughs> dude this is going to be such a boomer episode everybody if there's anybody that listens they're going to be like those are a couple of old fucks man I don't fucking care. This is me. This is back in my day. This is this is this is my format to say how I feel, and yeah. you young shits get off my lawn if that's what I need to say to put push it to the fullest extent. Um, but no, it's like you know, like I miss that. It's like now you buy a game, you just physically, it's just a disc, and really that disc is nothing more than a proof of purchase. <coughs> to put us on another little side tangent. That's why I think this new seventy dollar price point is horseshit. Oh well, no, because, I'm I'm fully with you on that. I I freely well, well, acknowledge that the prices. Well, are, well, because because those, their their argument is oh it's to keep up with inflation. Well, this that the other. Back in the nineties, a game costs 
$50, which would be the equivalent of $70 or $80 right now. And I'm like, yeah, but get, it's also cheaper to distribute them now, much cheaper. You can either distribute it digitally or you can distribute it in a box, which doesn't have a, 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 it doesn't have a, a, a booklet anymore. Rarely. Well, yeah, it it's it, it really is. It, no, I, I I get your point. It's like, or at least start making it. Okay, if you're going to launch it in a physical copy for seventy, make it fifty or fifty five. Hey, I'll I'll even I'll go with a mid range because I would say fifty or sixty, but I even think sixty is crazy for just a digital piece. Mm-hmm. But so why not make it like fifty five for a digital? That way you're you're saving like you know I I don't know it's just like to me that's no I fully get that and I don't I don't understand it but at the same time I know that nobody's willing to give up their money no matter how so, little so, they so, make for so I, so for anybody listening so I would put that out there do what I do vote with your dollars yeah you don't want you don't want yeah. you don't want to pay that you don't want to pay that seventy dollar price point don't pay seventy dollars for the game. Yeah, well, there's a reason we don't have uh, God of War Ragnarok yet. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I still can't believe they haven't dropped the price on that yet because Sony's usually really, really quick about dropping their prices, at least for like a Black Friday sale or something. But I mean, that said, I I did do the whole pre-order on that uh, Hogwarts Legacy just because I really wanted to play that game. Well, no, that's fine. I mean, there's an, there's another flip side. This, and I know we're not even on topic again, but well, um, the, the the the, the on the flip side of that, when uh, you know the the uh, how we think the seventy dollars price point is bullshit, there also are some experiences where you're like, I would have gladly paid seventy bucks. Like, uh, um, you might not agree, but like uh, for Breath of the Wild, if they would have told me that's going to be seventy dollars, and I knew I was going to get the kind of value that I got out of that game, I would have paid that. I wouldn't agree with that just because. I don't or, feel or, that I don't here. feel that Breath of the Wild was as expansive as some people thought it was. Uh, I, I, I like that I like that game. I really do. But I really think if they would have done it with the same same like graphic engine, but done it more to a traditional Zelda game with more actual dungeons that weren't didn't just feel cookie cutter, give me things that I'm earning from those dungeons that you physically have to have to do something further in the game because you really didn't need those abilities from those animal from the special you, animals or whatever. You you uh, you you really liked that uh, link to the past format. Uh? Link to, I liked link to the past and I liked I I really liked the remake of um was it Link's Awakening? Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, were they were they very old school mentality? Hell yes. But that old school mentality is classic for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just like watching a, a, a classic movie. Those movies yeah. are classics for a reason. Even mm-hmm. though, yeah, the things that people can do with with film now have evolved so much. But I, I don't know. I'm you know, yeah. This is a, this is another whole <coughs> argument we could go down of just how yeah I. Like, but, uh, but, I, but but that but that's how but that's what I'm saying is uh, so I on on one hand you know your your excitement for the Harry Potter universe and and that game uh, I can understand you're, you're like you're not being hesitant to pay the seventy dollar price point like like for example like let's be real when Spider Man two comes out I'm I'm going to pay seventy bucks for it 
You're not going to drop a hundred for like some super special edition that comes well, with, no. comes with like web shooters that strap to your wrists or something? <laughs> no, no, no. But I'll pay the seventy for sure. <laughs> I'll pay the seventy for damn yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I know, but um, but no, like the reason I don't feel is really a side tangent because it does kind of. We are still talking about physical media in a way, and that's kind of uh-huh. the whole thing. Because I mean, like, I'm not just keeping this only to the. Sure the the video store is the the prime example to me, mm-hmm. but I mean, you can get that same thing of like walking into a local comic shop, and mm-hmm. you're just perusing the aisles. And seeing these random books and somebody, you know, like you just see somebody else, you know, like that either works there or may just be a regular customer who comes up and they start talking and you find something, you know, they start asking you about like what you're interested in. Next thing you know, you've got like eight suggestions Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. maybe you see the cover of a comic that's just like, well, that looks interesting. Mm -hmm. Lord knows I've fallen for that one. It's worked out for the better and for the worse both. Another one that's nice is like when you're when you become a regular at a small place like a comic shop or a video ga- or a video store, the people there also get to know you and and they'll start making recommendations for you. But my, my old comic shop when I when I was in high school, which is long gone by now, um, was awesome. The owner, his name was Troy. He would he would uh he knew I was a huge Spider Man fan. He would set aside all sorts of like related stuff in my box. Oh, he, yeah. he never pressured. He never pressured me to buy it or anything. He's like, "Look, I set this aside. You might be interested in this." And, some, and most of the time, I would grab it. But yeah, it was just it was just that kind of a vibe where you go in, have your nerd discussions with them, you know, and they get yeah. to know you, you get to know them. And, yeah, I mean, and that's and, that is something we don't have anymore. And I remember doing that same thing with Hollywood Video and some other stores where you know, I go in and you know see the, the usual people working behind the counter and they'd be like, Oh, uh-huh. Teddy, you know, we know you, you're always cruising the horror section. Well, this one came in. We've only got like one copy of it right now right. because it wasn't right. a huge movie, but you got to check this one out. Uh-huh. Or, Hey, I know you like those eighties action flicks that are cheesy <laughs> as hell. Well, this kind of feels like a throwback to that. Uh-huh. And that is the loss I feel, I guess. It's not necessarily like, like I, I get, I fully understand people not embracing physical media anymore. What a ham. I figured you'd like to see the wild eyes. The, what a ham. Anyways, yeah. um, I know you people listening can't see it, but his, his dog is doing crack outs and it's adorable. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, yeah, it's like, I fully, I fully understand people not embracing the physical media. Um, I get it from many standpoints. I mean, let's face it. I'm standing in a room right now that I still have boxes of stuff. I haven't unloaded because I don't have any place to put it at just this moment. So I understand physical media takes up a lot. Like physical stuff takes up a lot of space, but at the same time, there's just something about it. That's like, there's a reason I can't read things on like a Kindle or whatever. I have to have that physical book in my hand. Like there's something about that book, the tactileness of it that works for me better. Like it's an experience more than just reading the book itself. Yeah. However, I've gotten away from that comics wise. I'd have no problems reading things digitally, even though I don't have a, I haven't read a digital comic in a long time. Everything I've got is still in these trades and whatnot that I've bought over the years and haven't finished reading. The, 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 the mighty backlog that we, that we both oh, suffer. Oh, good Lord. I have that on so many levels. Yeah. Movies, video games, books. I finally well, caught up know, with other things, but 
Yeah, it's nice to know that you you could you could probably stop your spending for the rest of your life if you really wanted to, and you, you'll have plenty of entertainment. And there's and there's there's <laughs> not to mention the things that like like I've got uh, Mass Effect Three Legendary Collection downloaded on my PS Five. I intend to at some point in time play through all the Mass Effect games again. Um, mm-hmm. Reading wise, I would love to reread Revival start to finish because no. I read that you know I read that as the issues were coming out. I'd like to see how it reads now that I've, I know most of where it was going. Was revival. Was that the one where, uh, it's like a small town and I think it's Wisconsin and the people are coming back from the dead. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And okay. it centers I, I, I around the cop. Uh huh. And like they're a court, yeah. they're quarantined. It's a quarantined city or whatever. And then they were seeing ghosts and stuff, and, they, and you find yeah, out the ghosts, like ghosts are, or, yeah. are like lost, lost spirits. Like they didn't, yeah. they weren't able to get back in their body or whatever. Yeah, that's and yeah. see, oh, I okay. love, I loved that book, but I'd, I'd love to reread it now. And I know I have mm-hmm. like in one of my long boxes, I should have still have all thirty or fifty issues. I can't remember. I think it only went for thirty. Yeah, I, but, I don't remember it being particularly long, but yeah. But <laughs> but, but, but yeah. But they, but that that is one thing you know the the whole being able to get good recommendations from like minded people and the people that work there I mean that is something that's gone I mean the, uh, the streaming services stuff now they have algorithms where they they recommend based on what you've already watched but and it, the, that is helpful at the sometimes. same time um I'm gonna quote something I heard on I want to say it was major spoilers a couple weeks ago they were talking about that algorithm and the way it's like, it's broken because like, if I want to watch a movie that's like a specific kind of horror movie, you can't find that very easily. It's not like you can Mm -hmm. just type in horror movie. It'll show you every horror movie, especially on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Like they have nothing that allows you to just see every horror movie they have. They have to break it down to all their own little sub genres for their freaking thing. That's not true. That's not true. I've never been on able Net- to look at just on their, on, all on of them, Netflix? like A to Z. Oh, oh, maybe it doesn't do A to Z. I don't know. Because I was going to say, like Hulu you, does. Because because you you can go to like on Netflix, you keep go, you keep scrolling down. You know how it goes your your picks, and then it goes down to uh, documentaries. This, this, this. Yeah. If you keep go if you keep going, it eventually reaches a spot where it's like a grid of of different genres or comedy. Documentary, so on, so on. Huh. I wonder if you click on. I wonder if you click on that if it goes A to C. Interesting. Yeah, the only one I've ever found is like I know like Hulu and Peacock. There might be another one that yeah. If you go into their movie section, go to a specific genre, you go all the way down to the bottom, and it'll give you like an A to Z subject, and you can just click on that, and it'll just show you every horror movie they have. But most of them don't really make it easy. To find something that's just in a specific topic, it's like no, we're gonna. We, you have to follow our algorithm, and I kind of don't like that. There's a reason I don't use Netflix much anymore. Well, Netflix Netflix sucks ass. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I can't, I can't, I canceled my subscription ages ago. Welcome. Because they they keep raising their prices and really offering nothing for it. Well, I I only have it because it comes free with T-Mobile. Mm. So. That's a little peek behind the curtain for me in Netflix. Um, but yeah, I'm actually scrolling through right now because I, I want to see if I'm right about that. Riveting. Um, 
No, uh, oh man, what an asshole! I am an asshole. <laughs> but that—that's that—that is the the friendship we have, Tony. Let's face it. <laughs> but no, I I don't know. You know, and and I can even extend that to like even though the last couple times I've been to a movie theater, I thought the movie theater experience is absolute garbage because it's just nobody cares anymore. But I remember when even going to a movie theater was a big idea, was a big thing. I mean, I was never in the, oh, let's get dressed up. We're going to the movies. But, you know, like I miss, you know, that feeling that was there when it was an event to go see a movie in a theater. Like seeing Jurassic Park the first time in a theater, Mm -hmm. that was fucking transcendent. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what this topic's going to boil down to is a lot of these cultural touchstones where uh, these community events and stuff, yeah, they're... It really is followed by the wayside. And, we're, and we're, I will say that is something that I definitely felt like there was a little more of in the Northwest than there is out here in the Midwest. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's nothing like the Hollywood theater out here. And well, that's too- yeah, I would love to like get a chance to go see like, well, I guess that was another event. Like I think the last like true movie I remember going to see in a theater and really, Loving every second of it wasn't even a new movie that came out. It was either when we went and saw, I can't remember which one we saw first. It was either seeing John Carpenter's The Thing at the Hollywood Theater. The Thing was first, yeah. Okay, then uh, then we went and saw Evil Evil Dead Dead 2. So Evil Dead 2 would have been the the last one. Because that was a community of people who loved that movie. And Mm -hmm. it it was just a vibe in that theater. And to get to say you saw Evil Dead or John Carpenter's The Thing in a theater... When both those movies were out, when I was way too young to see them, um, mm-hmm. that's you know that's that was an experience, and I just feel like the you know, last time I went to a legitimate theater, I guess you could say it just it just didn't feel the same anymore. Yeah. I liked going with the people I was going with, but like you know, it just feels like the you know the people that work there don't care. It's not like you're getting any interaction from them. It's just like yeah, shut up and right. You know, just go into the yeah, movie like, and watch like, your... like, like the vibe. The vibe used to be like the the movie theaters used to be staffed by like kids and young adults that that were real mo- cinephiles. You know, that, that, yeah. that were really wanted to be there. But yeah, I think part of it is because you know everything's just everything's uh, getting gobbled up by bigger corporations, and then so it becomes yeah. a lot more heartless. You know, it's just all about making the quick buck. And then okay, that that actually just made me something you said there. Really, made, you said you were saying something about how, like, you know, it was like it was staffed by young kids and what, you know, kids going through high school, maybe you know, working through college or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that could be lost from having video stores. Is yeah, that was a those were good jobs for somebody who was you know still in school because you know you weren't expected to have like you know massive amounts of hours unless you got to you know the higher levels of it, but like. Right. You know, it was a good job. Uh, uh, t- there was an alternate to fast food or more traditional oh, yeah. re- t- retail. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I would have loved to have worked at a video store back in the day. I'm not so sure I'd be a much of a people person anymore for it, but <laughs> I'd be, I'd, I, I have a feeling I'd be so jaded. I'd be more like Randall than the good employee. Like, what the hell do you want now? Yeah. <laughs> This job would be great if it wasn't for the customers. For all the lousy customers. 
Oh man, but but yeah, I mean, and we were we were talking before we started recording about the video store thing and how uh, uh, COVID would have would have how it would have so how it possibly could have affected it. Like, well, with my eye, with my first thought was the way that came up was I was saying. Could you imagine a video store? We didn't have the streaming services when COVID hit. How that could, how much worse isolation could have been. Mm-hmm. Not having been somebody who worked there, I wouldn't think of it from the aspect you thought of it. I was just looking at it from like, could you imagine like you can't go out and rent those movies, so you're sitting at home with only what you physically have. Could you imagine but, the stir crazy in that standpoint? Yeah, but but uh, but. Uh. They were so that as a company, I worked for Hollywood Video. I'm sure Blockbuster was just as bad. They were so they were so money grubbing that, like I said, they would have found a way to make sure you could still come and rent your videos. They would have made us take them out to your car, like you order you rent you rent them over the phone or something stupid, and 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 then then we'd spend all day and our whole shift. Cleaning hundreds and thousands of returns, yeah, disinfecting the cl- the, them all. The cleaning would be Ugh. disastrous. And I would also could see you'd like, probably just have one specific person that's going out and basically <laughs> filling the order, so to speak. So going out on the floor, okay, we need a copy of this, a copy of this, yeah. a copy of this. Uh-huh. That but would suck. That would also have to be, though, would it, I mean, I could, I'm, just, I'm just trying to wrap my head around the idea of this. Because like, you call in, you're like, hey, I want a copy of Armageddon. Well, what if there's not a copy of Armageddon left? You're just like, so do the per- people call in, like, they have to sit there while you're looking at the wall, like, okay, do we have these ones? Or do they just give you the list of movies, and you're like, okay, well, these are the ones I could find. Yeah, when they I don't come know. To pick it's, them it's, up. it's just, and then the reason the reason I, I like that I have this feeling that they would have found a way to try to grab people's money, uh, you know, and, and our safety be damned, was because, yeah, they made it, they, we worked every, ho- we were open every holiday. Yeah. We were open, like, when we'd have our major ice storms, which would shut down the fucking city. We still had to go in. We yeah. still had to go out and check the drop boxes and stuff when you're going to slip and break your ass on, on the And concrete. probably have to break the ice to get the freaking mailbox-looking thing open. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, it, was, it was hell on earth. It really was from that regard. They didn't care about our, our, our safety or anything like that. So, no, they, they absolutely <laughs> would have exposed us to, to people that are dying okay. of COVID. Well, let's just be honest, though. Is there a business you can think of that doesn't treat their employees like that, though? Well, at least a lot of business. There's a lot of work that went to work from home. Well, there was a lot of them that were forced to, like because they could do that. But let's face it: the jobs I've had, I've most jobs I've worked work holidays. Unless yeah. it was weird and they decided to shut down just because they couldn't get enough people to sign up to take shifts because they wanted to run full shifts. Right. Or, you know, I work most jobs at work weekends. Like, I, right now I work for a Target distribution center. They will not close down unless there's a bomb threat on that building, I'm pretty sure. And even then, they'd probably <laughs> try to find a be like, no, we're going to have them work to find the bomb for us. No, keep the bomb squad at home. They'd ask for volunteers be like, hey, uh, you know, do, do you want to just ignore the bomb thread and come on in? Chances are, it's fake anyway. Because yeah, it's like, dude, like we've we've had several snowstorms. That, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've had no problems driving into work, but they're still expecting. You know, like they don't do anything to 
protect the people that they, the few people they know will come in on those snowy or icy days. It's like, you mm-hmm. think you'd be like, okay, we know we're going to have these call-ins. We need to limit uh, the amount of stuff going out tonight to a company for that. No, they still want to have these full freaking nights with like three yeah. or four people doing the job instead of the 10 to 12 we have doing the job. You, you can't tell me you care about your employees. You care about the buck that we're earning for you. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't wait to meet her. God dang it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's a good one. But I, I, yeah, like I said, I, I guess I never thought of the COVID side of that, that side yeah, of could, the COVID I, conundrum. I, I could just only imagine what they would have come up with. It, it, oh, it, yeah, it probably would have been disastrous. And the, and the thought of being locked up inside of a building... And, and disinfecting returns all day long, dude. The smell oh. disinfectant would be would like give you headaches like halfway into your shift. You'd only be like uh, there for maybe an hour before the smell of disinfectant would probably make you nauseous. <laughs> Seriously, because yeah, it's not like you're oh, gonna have man. a window cracked open, <laughs> so no. everything's gonna be sealed off. You're just gonna be in this giant fumigated area of oh, disinfectant. God. Yeah, that would have that would have been something else. So so uh, it's like so honestly. I, I could see your perspective that like that we have lost something, but we I think we've moved on. There's no yeah, reason to go back well, to no, it. And I and I get that, and that's why like you know, would I think it would be fun to open like a little mom and pop's video store or something like that? Hell yeah! But I already know very well it wouldn't it wouldn't survive in no. the current like nobody wants to like. Let's face it, the convenience and laziness factor takes over at this point in time right and right. i throw myself in the convenience and lazy factor side of it i mean it's i freely admit like oh i could watch this on a streaming service or i could go you know get in my car and have to drive down the street you know maybe three or four blocks probably mm-hmm. longer to go to a video store to rent a movie that maybe beat up because somebody else didn't take care of it Yeah. So I, I get it, and I mean, like I was, I was out and about today, and I was talking with somebody because somebody asked me if I've seen Scream Six yet, and I'm like, no, I'm debating on whether I want to try to go to see that or if I'm just going to wait for a streaming service. I'm probably just going to wait for a streaming service. And it was just I'm that, way, I'm that way with all the Marvel movies now. I'm just well, it, it just came down to the fact that I'm like, the movie theater experience isn't worth it. The prices are stupid. Um. You know, like you're you're paying to see one movie, what most streaming more than what most streaming services charge for a month. Mm-hmm. So, and you're giving me shitty service, and you're not doing anything about the shit kids that decide that they're gonna play hacky sack in the front of this theater, or you know, other people who are being disrespectful in the theater. You're gonna do nothing about it. So. What makes me want to come into your movie theater anymore to see a movie when I can just wait and watch it on my big ass TV in my front room? Well, uh, I had a thought when you meant when you mentioned like how expensive it is just to go to see one movie. It reminds me of a, a great, great story I had with your sister. Okay. Oh, ooh, this. That, that, yeah, yeah. One, one time, uh, you, you know how I, I always try. I've, I've always tried to be careful with my money. I'll splurge once in a while. But it's usually because I've been saving for a while, you know, and I'm ready to make a big purchase or whatever. Yeah. But usually I'm like, whoa, whoa, let's pump the brakes. <clears throat> well, 
one time uh, she wanted to go to the movies, and we we've been to the movies several times before that. Well, in, a, in the time we were dating, but uh, we were getting ready to go to go see something, and she was like, "Okay, before we go, she decides she's gonna put her foot down and just lay down some ground rules." Oh and, no! And she's like, "Look, we're gonna go to that movie theater. We're not gonna be smuggling candy in. We're not gonna be doing all this little penny pinching bullshit." We're gonna go in there. We're gonna get popcorn. We're gonna get candy. We're not. I don't. I, you know. I. I don't want you cutting any corners. I'm like, fine. You know, fine. I love you. So sure, we'll do this. So we go, and it's like you know, we pay. I pay for two tickets. We. Uh, I pay for candy for each of us. You know, we all both pick out something. Pay for popcorn. Mm-hmm. Pay for soda. And it's like the bill is was some, It was something like seventy bucks for like the just the two of us. <laughs> And when she realized, she, when she adds it all up, she's like, I am so sorry. I had no idea. I'm like, I know, because I, because you're the woman. You never have to pay. It's all. <laughs> well, well, no, I'm, and I'm also thinking about this. I'm like, and because it was when you and my sister were dating, that's been a while. So imagine how much yeah. it is now to do that same oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, it, it, it's pro- I bet you it'd be over 100 bucks. Oh yeah, probably. Like yeah, like I said, it's like you're paying, you're paying to go see a movie, and it should be a fucking black tie affair for the prices you're paying. No kidding. For that save seventy bucks, we could have gone to a nice steakhouse or something. Oh yeah, you could have gone to Michael Jordan Steakhouse, got yourself a nice, you know, medium uh, medium well, like medium rare, I'll say ribeye. With all the fixings, I know yeah. you'd get it. Just like slap the horns off the fucker and throw it on a plate. Yeah. Let's face it, but yeah, it has to be rare. Ugh. It's still, it's still. La- I still la- miss like every now and then going to, like when we used to go to Sherry's or whatever, and you'd get the no, it wasn't Sherry's. Where was it? Where was it? We'd go and you'd get the steak and steak and eggs. Yeah, the steak and eggs. Well, it, remember, it was Sherry's until they started getting those awful cuts. That's right. I just remember there was a couple times you got one, and by the end of the dinner, like, it looked like a murder scene on your plate. There was so much blood from that steak oh. on that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, if I didn't know you just ate a freaking thing, I'd call CSI on you right now. Do you remember that one time we went to, uh, I, think it was, I think it was Outback, and I, and I asked for you know, a rare steak? And they brought the the waitress brought it out, and she was apologizing as she brought it out because uh, because uh, she was bringing it out, and uh, where they had poked where they had stat poked it with the fork to make sure it was it was cooked well enough. There was like pools of blood right there. You're like, oh no, woman, that is exactly what I want to see right there. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, no, that's perfect. You have no idea the the hard on I've got right now looking at that steak. Serious, seriously, wow, wow. I, I remember that being a good steak. I think too. I remember that one. I thought it was going to be something like they they brought you out like just a charcoal steak or something. Cause oh, like, and I remember one time there was another one time it was another outback trip that we went to where um, I think it was supposed to be a, a I think it was a ribeye. I'm pretty sure, but I don't know what it was about that cut. But when I remember when they brought it out and set it down in front of me, the shape of it, it looked like a cooked softball. It was almost completely round. Oh, Jesus. It was fantastic, though. But, yeah, there was, I don't know what happened to that hmm. cut. I've never, seen, I've never seen a ribeye that looks like that. But, anyways, I don't yeah. eat ribeye yeah. nearly enough. 
Yeah, it can't, it, I don't know what it was with that cut, but for some reason it, it looked almost completely round. Interesting. Yeah, it was good though. It was damn good. Wow, we just went down a that that is probably the biggest rabbit hole I think we've ever managed on this one. Yeah, yeah. We got it's into a real we got into steak cook. No, it's not a problem. I, this is <laughs> this is the this is the fun of me doing this. Mm-hmm. Is I never know. Like I can start. We can start with a topic, and I never know where that topic's going to take us along the path. Yeah. And well, we, we also we also kind of knew that that the video store topic probably wasn't well, going to be a long one. Well, no, either. but I didn't. I, I, you know, and that's that's some things I really didn't. Need, you know, like I said, I I don't really ever set a time because I'm like, oh, I have to have an hour or I have to have this month. I mean, we we've, we've gone forty minutes is what I'm seeing on my thing, but right, and that's that's. You know that's pretty good, but at the same time, it's like I I find more fun in the starting a conversation, and our side tangents to me are <laughs> are the best parts because this is the stuff that I I thrive on. Like, yeah, I, mm. we start with a conversation, but that conversation can take us a long ways off sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. And you know, I mean, you know, like, I've thought about like I you know. A little behind the curtain, like I, I was trying to think. I, like when I was trying to figure out what the topic we we're going to do this one was, you know, like I've had a couple, and there's been a couple that I have to workshop before I really get them going. I think because mm-hmm. I have to really mm-hmm. figure out how I want to come at them. But this one was just like ones like I remember when I first recorded talking about like movie stores, like and how I grew up with them. Um, I wanted to have you on to talk about it because you did kind of come through that system. So like you have a different point of view on it, but I'm also kind of glad I waited to this point because the fact that there's a lot of things that we've talked about that I would have never even thought to bring up when I first talked about this stuff, Mm -hmm. like the COVID-19, like the COVID stuff. I totally wasn't even thinking like I was at that point. I'm just trying to forget COVID. (laughs) (laughs) But man, Yeah, it's. I went and weird. had uh, I went and had lunch yesterday uh, with Michelle, and we were we were we were talking about how uh, how I I feel it's terrible for the kids that are coming up right now after this COVID thing because being older like we are, it, it affects us. But I think because of other life experiences have already kind of toughened us up to what's going on in the world in the world. We're, a, we're we're able to kind of let it go a little bit and move on. They're, these kids are gonna they're gonna carry the scars from that forever. Yeah, it's it's a possibility. I've I've never never thought of that. Um, I mean, you know, you got to think like look at your nieces and nephews. They're, they 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 went through like they lost like almost a whole school year because of it. Yeah, and I mean. Yeah, but that, there's there's another whole thing of like where what would have happened if like a COVID nineteen style pandemic broke out before the internet was a thing? Mm-hmm. You'd have to have kids get to school, or they'd have to do like find ways to do like individual like a teacher would just be calling individual students at different times of the day to give them lectures or whatever. How would you do that? Yeah, I don't know. That's wow. Yeah, it, it's it sucked that it, it sucked that the pandemic happened, but yeah, it, it it couldn't have come at a better time though for us to find ways to navigate around it that that wouldn't have been available to available to us just a short while ago, really. I mean, yeah, I the mean, worst the worst things we had, you know, with me going to school was oh my god, we got three inches of snow, the school shut down. 
Well. And what does that mean? Snow day, bitches! And then you have to make it up at the end of the year, which sucked. Well, yeah, but with with Vancouver, that really wasn't... We didn't have enough snow days that really, that really affected it that much. Yeah. yeah. Here, I, I'm, I, you know, like, I, I haven't ever listened to anything to see how much, how often the schools get shut down with the snow, but I wouldn't be shocked if there were several days that I've already experienced where they had to shut schools down. Really? I, I would think being in an area like that, that the city would be would be more uh, prepared for those situations with snow plows and whatnot. Oh, I will and, say it does seem like there's more snow plows, but I don't know. Like I said, I haven't paid attention. Maybe they don't. Sh- maybe they haven't shut down a single day of school since. <laughs> my, my mom, my mom used to tell me the the winters back in Minnesota, yeah, and almost nothing would shut down their schools, and they'd have snow berms that were like that's because, eight, ten feet that's high. In Minnesota, they're nuts. Yeah. Then yeah. again, I'm I'm starting to question if I'm nuts to some extent. Like, you know, like. The, the negatives that we get here sometimes, I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> you know, it's like you take a breath and it feels like the, the oxygen just froze in your lungs. Ugh. Gross. And then I wonder why it took me so long to get over the cold I had. <laughs> but, yeah. but, yeah, I mean, it's... Like I said, I, I will always... Probably because of rose-colored glasses, I will always miss an aspect of video stores and the physical stores. No, there there was a lot to like, and it really was. Like, I was just thinking about how, like, it was always cool to just flip boxes around and, and read the descriptions. Because the descriptions on those boxes were better than anything you see in, on a streaming service right now. Oh, well, hell yeah. I mean, but then, but then there's also the aspect of, you know... My thing would be, you know, like when I was first starting to find the movies of my own, so basically mostly horror movies, why lie? I just walk down and look at just like, look for like the most weird, interesting covers and uh-huh. rent that movie. And nine times out of ten, I got a shitty movie. Trust me. But every now and then you get that like that diamond in the rough one. Uh-huh. But, you know, like I think the closest I get now is whenever I go to the, the vinyl store that's in downtown you know, Cedar Falls. I go oh, down there what right a now. hipster. I know. Hipster I am douche. a total fucking hipster. But I will say one thing. I love the sound of vinyl as long as it's the old school vinyls. Like, because I, I only buy the stuff from the, like, that w- actually would have come out at that era. Except for a few minor ones. Never mind. Because I have bought a cup. I bought one album that wouldn't, there would never have been a vinyl for if they didn't remake it. And I only bought it because I love Slipknot so much. It was a collector's piece to me. But most of them I'm buying are like old, old music. And mm-hmm. the sound that you get there, like I've I've listened to a few of those albums. I'd listen to the record and then I'd listen to it on like Spotify or whatever. And there is a, a quality difference. There's no. something about that little buzz that comes from a record that is actually kind of cool. But at the same time, I'm not at all the person who's like the only true way to listen to music is to listen to vinyl. Um, you know, I, I heard, I've, uh, I've heard people say the same thing about watching horror movies. Like the only way to watch them is on VHS. Oh, those old eighties ones. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. You want the, the, the imperfect lines that every once in a while run through the screen or uh, and the, the, the lower fidelity really worked well for those old horror movies yeah with this like hd stuff sometimes you're seeing you know you're seeing a little too much of the the strings behind the monsters Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, the resolutions are so high. You see, you see how shitty the makeup effects really were. Yeah, and as a, as a horror fan, I will I will freely admit that yeah, I, there are times <coughs> I wish I still had a a VHS a VCR and a bunch of VHS of some old horror movies. <laughs> but I don't. I at the same time, I also don't think twice about watching them on Blu-ray on my you know my H my 4K TV and. Mm-hmm. Loving every second of them. So, what are you gonna do? Oh, oh, oh! She's got the cardinal. Yep, yep. But yeah, anyways, yeah, I, the, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're gonna say something. I, 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 I had nothing. Oh, I was gonna say. Well, I guess it's it is time to wrap up at least the recorded part of this conversation. Um, so I guess I am going to say thank you to everybody listening and especially thank you for Tony for joining me on this like weird trip we've taken in conversation. Yeah, it was fun, but hopefully, uh, next time we try to do this together, we'll we'll have a little more structured setup before we go in, but that's okay. Oh no, but that see to me, like even when I have a structure, I look forward to that structure just collapsing on side tangents. Because that is that is always the fun part of conversations to me. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so yeah, thank you to everybody listening. And you know, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, I have an email, although nobody uses it. Shockingly, uh, standstrongcast at gmail dot com. Feel free. Nobody, to write. nobody has sent you an email yet. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Shocker. <laughs> Not that I really expected a whole lot, but I thought maybe somebody. I'll keep it going anyways. Yeah, um, you never know. But yeah, that's that's a great place. If you want to tell me your thoughts on this random tangent and tell us that we're old and need to just go to our senile, go to our senile, senile home already because yeah. we're we're ranting about old school stuff. That's fine. Give me that. Give me the thing at the email. But anyways, so with that, I will wish you all a great time and see you in two weeks. Bye-bye.